Hello and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. And then with me, as always, is my co-host, Brandon Olson. And you can find him him in Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Um, yeah, welcome. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. I'm really sad because I just got a text saying uh, that they are uh, at my brother's work. They're holding an office trivia on the Christmas, uh, on the on the Halloween episode, or like on the holiday episodes, like a trivia, and I really want to go. But I work. Is it, is it right now? <laughs> I, I work say, is it like right now? Uh, it's, no, it's just, not just, right now. Just at quit. 10.50 p.m. Just quit. I was really hoping you were gonna be like, "What do you mean? It's t- it's eleven fifty p.m." But you're you're not gonna stoop to my level. Nope. <laughs> That's fair. Never uh, argue with an idiot. They'll bring you down to their level and beat you with experience. <laughs> um, speaking of the office, uh, did you see the uh, the 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 Office Girls episode? No, not yet. I'm listening. I'm gonna listen to it on my way to school tomorrow. But but you saw it. I know what it is. Office yeah, ladies. No, I, yeah, no, I knew what it was when they announced it. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't. I just saw it today, and I'm so happy. Cause it's, yeah, no, I, uh, I it, remember when it was announced, and I was just like, I can't fucking wait for this. It, the first episode was so good. Um, we should probably, for the people that don't know, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey today uh, launched Who their... That? Who's that? Pam and Angela. <laughs> well, they should know it. <laughs> Pam and Angela from The Office. Um launched their episode their podcast this week today um where they're going week by week watching an episode of the office every week and giving like behind the scenes stories and like stuff that obviously they're on the show the entire time so stuff you didn't know and it uh encouraged me to start my re- my yearly rewatch of the office today i actually just finished rewatching it like two weeks ago so yeah uh, i typically I just, wait like, until completely the, randomly watch it <laughs> i i wait until like the end of this end of the year so like it's the holiday season and all of their holiday episodes are amazing yeah no, i i literally just like it'll be like a random day and i'm like oh, i gotta do some stuff but i want like like background in the background yeah so I'll put on just like the first episode, and next thing you know, I'm just binge watching the series again. How many times have you binge watched it? At least six. I'm on. I think I'm on seven. This will be my seventh because I finished it. I watched it all. I binged it all for the last season because I watched the last season live, and then I've done it once a year ever ever since. Okay, I was gonna say I never watched it when it was. I didn't. All right, <laughs> I never watched it until like three years ago so i've just rewatched <laughs> it like twice a year Jesus. for the past three years no i watched like one the time last I three seasons it. live there was one time i watched it didn't even finish watching it and then restarted it and then finished it <laughs> I like, will, it's uh well, i don't know why like all these iconic shows i watched live it's like so i had to wake wait week to week, to week and it sucks like i'm doing that for my hero academia right now and I just, I just want to binge it all. Yeah, I won't do that. I will literally wait until the show finishes to watch it. That season. like, uh, I, I forgot the name of the show already, but it's the new Netflix show with Cardi B, Chance, and Ti. 
I didn't know that was a thing. They have a show where they're like, it's basically like a rap, like American Idol. Um, they like go that. around. They go around to I think it's New York, Chicago, L.A. and Miami, and they have auditions and they have like eliminations and everything. And a new episode comes out like every Wednesday on Netflix. And I was like, I'll wait till it finishes so I could just binge watch it. <laughs> Did not know that was a thing, but I love that. Oh yeah, they have a in the trailer. There's this one girl. She's rapping, and her name's American. A M E R I K K K E N. And uh, and Chance is like, your name's American, with the K K K in there. And she says like, I forgot. It is something, and kindness is key. And he was like, so you're trying to rebrand the KKK. Oh, rhythm and, and flow. Yeah, name. rhythm and flow. And she was like, yeah. And he was just like, nope. <laughs> He's like, not feeling that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, like I watched, I watched Breaking Bad live. And that was miserable to watch live because they broke the, the final season. They had a year break in between halfway through the season. Those are the wor- half seasons. Like the trend of that is just the worst thing ever. Now, yeah, no, and I mean the last half season of Breaking Bad is the best TV of all time, but still, like, look, listen to IMDb ratings for the end of Breaking Bad. Start episode five is whenever it starts. Nine point seven, nine point one, nine point six, nine point six, nine point five, nine point two, nine point six, nine point two, nine point eight, ten, nine point seven, and nine point nine. They broke that up. Like, yeah, September 2nd and then August 11th was the next episode. September September 2nd, 2012, and then August 11th, 2013 was in between episodes 8 and 9. It's miserable. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> AMC does that a lot. They do, they do that with uh, Walking Dead. It's The worst shows about are the CW, like, superhero shows. Oh my god! They just take random like month long breaks. Like it's mixed. It's so like there's no rhyme or reason. I'll just be like, oh, the Arrow. We had they just went on like a month long break. Episode of not Arrow, Flash. Arrow sucks. Flash is a good one, and they'll be like month long break. All right, and then start up two episodes. I'm like, okay, cool. Next, see you next week, and then they'll be like, oh, another month, and I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it'll be like, it'll be like today, and then they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, so we just had two episodes, and then now see you November thirtieth." And it's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it's like, what? I, what was? I was trying to watch this. It's why are you? Why are you stopping me from enjoying your entertainment? And I gotta say, uh, for Flash, the person that left at the end of the last season, I never finished the end of the last season. Actually, was it good? Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so listen to this. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> October 30th, then it went to November. Is, is this Flash? Yeah. It was okay. so they did four episodes October 30th, then they came back November 13th. <laughs> they did four episodes. They did five episodes December 9th, then came back January 15th. <laughs> And then uh, they did a couple more, then March 19th, and then came back on April 16th. 
so yeah they just took like yeah, six they, breaks they, in between of like a month they just like randomly <laughs> throw episodes out i think they're all like 10 episodes 11 episodes long they're like, really just like season. a poor a poorly scheduled podcast it's just like yeah we're gonna put it out uh, no they're like a youtuber like, YouTubers yeah. will just go, like, a month without uploading and just be like, I'm back. What do you expect? What do you want from me? Uh, speaking of podcasts, we should probably get going with our... It's been, like, eight minutes, and we have not mentioned even what this is about. I think I need, my, like, a podcast where I just talk about other other random things because I can't stay on topic on this one. No, I'm in. Um, the whole nine... Everything else podcast coming to you. The whole nine anything but sports. Whole nine anything but sports podcast coming to your ears right now. We're not talking football this episode. Um, But no, we actually are. (laughs) There's some some news to get into. Um, Ten minutes into into this, the Rams traded Jalen Rams. Traded for we're, we're really just like SNL, like we have like a cold open, and then we're like, all right, and then now here we go. Something, something off topic. Adam Sandler live from Saturday, <laughs> live from New York on Saturday night. Live from, oh yeah, New York. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, where no, you were right. New York and Louisiana on uh, Wednesday night. <laughs> All right, football. Um, the Rams traded for Jalen Ramsey and uh, Kenny Young, and they traded a lot of draft picks and Marcus Peters. And they traded for the the Cleveland Browns offensive lineman. Forget Austin his name. Corbett. Austin Corbett. Nevada, I think it was. He was a thirty third pick in last year's draft, and he was a bust. Yeah, so far. Yeah, so far he might find success in Los Angeles. Um, from one struggling offensive line to the next. I. How do you feel about the Ramsey trade? Um, I'm, I don't know. I've, I've never been as high on Ramsey as everyone else seems to be. Um, mainly because I don't really like him. Where, where would you rank him as a, like, in, as corner in the NFL? Which number? Um, top five. Top five. I don't know where in that. I think Stefan Gilmore's better. That's Probably. fair. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Stephon Gilmore will be my number number one. Um, I mean, I think he could fit anywhere. I don't know, probably number two if I had to get if I had to put him up there. I mean, he's really good, obviously. I don't know who all I'd put above him. Yeah, and no, I would just put Gilmore, and then uh, and then it'd be Ramsey for me. Yeah, I think that makes and sense. Then, and then Darius Slay. Oh yeah, big play Slay. Uh, Darius Slayton, and then Darius Slayton, <laughs> Darius Slayton, big play Slay, um, and yeah, I, I Darius Slay, Jalen Ramsey, they're all really good. Marshawn Lattimore, the past three weeks, <laughs> um, we don't not, need to talk about first, before that. We first, don't need to uh... talk about that. <laughs> the last three weeks, he's had the clamps. Eli Apple is up there. All <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> listen, he's good. Um, speaking of the Saints, uh, there's been a lot of rumors that they're trading for a wide receiver. 
um, that they want to trade for a wide receiver. They they were in talks. Well, they, they were one of the teams that contacted about Emmanuel Sanders today, and they were told no. But another big name that I'm hearing is A.J. Green. They really want A.J. Green. I don't know why. <laughs> He's um, good, but the man cannot stay on the football field. He's been as productive as me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but... Uh, this just in, uh, the uh, the Saints trade a third-round pick for Brendan Olsen. What would you trade for A.J. Green? I probably wouldn't go higher than a third. Yeah, I was going to say... I think talent-wise, when he's on the field, he's worth a first, but he's just so very rarely on the field. Um. Well, going back to Jarvis Landry, he got... Because the, the Saints are... In, in our, sources say the saints are in talk please don't talk to me about jarvis landry most uh, overrated uh, well, no i'm saying uh, no listen jarvis landry yielded a fourth and a seventh so i was thinking if i were the saints the most i, I the most i would give up for aj green would be a third and maybe a sixth the next year yeah i mean that's fine a late round next year basically has no value anyway right now yeah um the Saints are without a second round pick this year, but they love you know they love to to trade up. So I wouldn't uh, I would expect them to go back because I mean they always have next year's second to trade. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, that's the Saints motto because I don't I don't know how many drafts it's been, but it's been a long time without a Saints trade up. Mickey Has Loomis. there ever been a draft without a Saints trade up? <laughs> I don't know honestly. Probably not in the Mickey Loomis era. Um, he loves to trade up, but, uh, are there any other, like, cause seeing as that they're willing, they, they, they're actively trying to add a wide receiver or another tight end. What do you know of any names that you think that they could trade for? Oh, okay. I was not prepared to be asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of came up with <laughs> Wait, it right just now. spring that up on me. Um, I'm just kind of thinking out loud. I don't know. I don't think Diggs is an option anymore now that he got to have his massive game against the Eagles. No. Um, so that one's completely out of the question. And then, I don't know, I feel like there's not a ton of receivers just available right now. I feel like it's kind of lacking right now in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Antonio Brown. Oh my god. (laughs) Dude, I'm so sick of hearing Antonio Brown. back. I'm so sick of hearing Antonio Brown being thrown around with the Saints. Like it was, it was, it's been constant. Not anymore. It's slowed down um, because you know stuff happened. Uh, but it was a big. It was like the Saints, and their their name was like their fan, the fan base, Twitter. Um, like half of Twitter really wanted Antonio Brown for some for whatever reason. I never wanted him uh, because fans will literally sell their souls for wins. Um, that, as if they get a ring at the end of it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, but the thing is, the Saints don't need Antonio Brown to win a ring. Um, I, I don't think they do either, but I, do, I did say uh, even before the season, I remember telling you and Ross that I think wide receiver was a weakness for the Saints, and I, yeah, I'm glad. And especially is. now that Traquan Smith can't seem to stay on the field. Ah, man. Bring back Tommy Lee Lewis. He's an XFL <laughs> superstar? He is. Um, what team drafted him? 
I need to catch up on, uh, that, on the whole I, XFL. I think it was the St. Louis Battlehawks. I feel like I feel like that's what I tagged you guys in. Mm-hmm. That I I tagged you I and think Ross so. in that, uh, yeah. that he was the St. Louis Battlehawks. I think it was. Uh, which you know, it's it's cool for him. The other name I see a lot with the Saints um, is Devontae Parker, and I really oh, don't want that to happen. <laughs> He sucks. Tommy Lee Lewis went to the Dallas Renegades. Dallas Renegades. Okay. Um, yeah, no, not Devontae Parker. No. I'm actually more productive than him. <laughs> and Tyler Eifert. What, what, what do people, what do the Saints uh, apparently want Bengals injured players? Because um, they're cheap. Uh, another uh, player that can't, can't seem to stay on the field, but for other reasons, Josh Rosen got benched again. Oh my god, I feel so bad for him. Yeah, me too. Um, and all, uh, real quick, because we completely glossed over it with the Rams, uh, I don't even think we mentioned them trading Marcus Peters. Who? <laughs> uh, a like, piece of burnt I, like toast. I, like I tweeted out yesterday, yeah, Marcus Peters is, has been, and always be, and always will be exactly what he's shown us. Really aggressive corner. He's going to get beat for huge plays, though. He's going to come up with interceptions, but if you run a double move on him, you're likely getting a huge gain out of it. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge Marcus Peters fan. I used to be, but I feel like he's become more of a character than a producer lately. Yeah. So that's why I'm not more I'm of not a big. name than stats, you know? Yeah, that's why I'm not too big on him anymore. But when he was with the Chiefs and it was like still very early in his career, I loved him when he was coming out of Washington. Mm hmm. Then I, then I love them, but yeah, he's become more just big name character guy than an actual contributor. Um, but yeah, Josh Rosen got benched, so he so the Dolphins are probably taking a quarterback with the first pick. God, they they suck for that. They really I are. hope he goes one uh, like possible destination for Rosen that I saw that I actually really liked was the Vikings. Yeah, because after next year. Unless Kirk Cousins is improved and continues to improve, I think that they'll let him go after his current contract expires. So if you could trade virtually nothing for Rosen, given just how low his value must be right now. So trade basically nothing for Rosen, get a potential uh, franchise quarterback for when you're current paid like a franchise, but doesn't play like a franchise quarterback leaves say why not Mm -hmm. plus he's got he would have Thielen and Diggs and Irv Smith Kyle Rudolph Dalvin Cook Alexander Madison uh I think his name's Chad Beebe yeah seems like an awesome spot to go if you're a young uh quarterback yeah I yeah I I would like to see uh, the Vikings throw like a fourth round pick to Miami for Rosen. Can't wait for the Saints to trade for him and then let Teddy walk. Um, I mean, might happen. <laughs> One of those might happen. Um, Teddy is probably going to get offered a lot of money from someone. And I don't know if the Saints will want to do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it all depends, really. It depends on his offers. I don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, and, it, and 
it looks like Breeze is retiring after this year. So assuming he does, that allure of being QB1 in New Orleans really could bring him back. I'm pretty sure that's what brought him back this year was that Definitely. He, felt like, he felt like the heir apparent. So uh, I think if he feels like he's going to be QB1 in New Orleans next year, then he just might stay. As opposed to even testing the free agent waters. I don't know. Maybe this off time will make Breeze want to play another year. <laughs> He's just like, I'm not so going Brady out doesn't like this. Catches, catches a <laughs> man. This I really Drew Brees really had to get get injured right now because he'd be the front runner for MVP. Oh no! Because I mean, it's not Mahomes. It's Russell Wilson. I know it's Russell Wilson, but I think <laughs> I, I think depending, I mean, in this in the Saints' offense, I think it'd be not within within reason to feel like he could be a front runner for the MVP right now. Maybe I feel like people are finally recognizing Russell Wilson for like not just stats, but what he's, he's making so good. happen. Yeah, I think they're he's really so finally good. starting to recognize exactly what he makes happen. That he is Seattle's offense. So, uh, being 20 minutes into this episode, do you want to start pick them? Oh, yeah, we should probably do that a little bit. All right, we'll, we'll speed through some of them. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, some of them are, there's not much to talk about. Um, but just to, just to state, our uh, current records uh, in the pick them are going to be 40, 28, and 2 for me. And then uh, 35, 33, and 2 for Brandon. You're finally positive. I was going to say, I'm, I'm coming up now. You, I'm not you want, you want absolute up? hot garbage anymore. Um, Can't wait to get every game wrong this week. <laughs> um, and then, I uh, hope not, because we're going to agree on some of them. Uh, and then our guest record is still 8-2, and because we've only had Ross on. <laughs> we should just start having like a Twitter guest, like choose the spreads. Oh, um, I'm about it. Know, is that a good idea? <laughs> oh, oh, um... We'll see, if we can make, we'll see if we can make something happen. Um, as if it's not just messaging, <laughs> messaging someone to pick some games. Um, Rams at Falcons. The spread is Rams minus three. Um, I'm definitely going Rams because the Falcons suck. Exactly why I'm also going Rams. Falcons <laughs> suck. Please tell me you saw the, uh, yes, the, the Joker, Joker tweet. Oh my god, it's the funniest thing of all time. The Matt Ryan like, Joker face is my favorite picture ever. When I was looking at it, I was like, why would any of these players agree to being used like this? It's, they're setting themselves up. Can't wait for them to win and then it just be clowns. <laughs> they're going to do something stupid. And instead of using like the meme of the Joker putting on his makeup it's just going to be falcons players just already with the clown face i just got a really good idea that i'm gonna spend oh my god all right um sorry uh <laughs> um man the matt ryan that's my that might be my new favorite picture of matt ryan the only the only one can competing with it is uh the one of him wearing the bra <laughs> that's such a good picture um yeah the is ramsey playing i'm not sure yet i would think so it, I, I i don't believe the back injury so i'm saying oh, no, that 100 percent fake um and i don't think it's too difficult 
It just for... go out there and stop Julio. Pretty much. I mean, they're going to play a lot of man, obviously. So I feel like it's pretty easy for them to just be like, or for Wade Phillips to just be like, hey, man up Julio. All right, and yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, He's I like, I that. get to play I, man? I <laughs> yeah, I don't need to learn a system. I just, Julio, got him. Um, yeah. Um, the next game is going to be Texans at Colts. It is an even spread, and I'm going Texans. Uh, I was hoping you would go Colts, that we could disagree. But uh, no, I'm also going Texans. Um, I mean, they're number two in the power rankings. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just might be. Um, not according to us, but they just might be. Uh, they, they beat the Chiefs, and they looked pretty good while doing it. Uh, the Deshaun Colts, the Colts also good. did the same thing, but yeah, Deshaun Watson over Jacob Brissett is why. Ba- battle the of the Chief Defeaters. The only chief defeaters, too. Oh. Um, the next one is going to be Ravens at Seahawks. Speaking of Russell Wilson, the spread is Seattle minus three and a half. Oh. Um, I'm going to go Ravens here. Oh, and our first disagreement. Yeah, I don't know. Um, at Seattle... Now I'm thinking about it. I might change it. I think I kind of think Russ is going to bully Marcus Peters a little bit in his first game as a Raven. Oh, that's true. Um, I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick with Baltimore. That's my gut feeling, and I like to go with my gut with a lot of these. And that's this game could be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so Georgia Tech at Miami is going to be our next game, shifting into college football. The spread Yay. is Miami minus eighteen, and you know me. If you've if you've paid attention, I don't like giving eighteen points to anybody. Um, but Georgia Tech is also really bad. I was gonna say they lost to the Citadel. <laughs> I forgot they lost to the Citadel. Oh man, that's embarrassing. They lost. They lost twenty seven twenty four to the Citadel, and then against Temple, they only scored points on a safety. <laughs> um, they they really left the option and got worse on offense. Oh man, that's bad. I don't know if this is why you come to, to for expert football analysis. That is bad. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that. Um, I, I'm. I guess I'll go Miami. Georgia Tech's really bad. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's about it. They lost by uh, they they lost to by sixteen to North Carolina. Um, I think it was eighteen to Duke. Yeah, and I think Miami is somewhere in between sixteen and eighteen. But uh, I, yeah, no, I'm gonna go Miami. Yeah, I'm also going Miami. Miami looks a lot better since Nkosi Perry took over at a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they hot off the uh, beating Virginia um, with some some steam uh, heading their way, and they're at home. So I, I, the ACC sucks, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go. Sucks so much. I'm going to go Miami. Um, and then so the next game after that is going to be number 12, Oregon. 
at number 25, Washington. The spread is Oregon minus three, and I'm rolling with Oregon. Yeah, I'm also going Oregon here. Uh, this is the battle of the big arm quarterbacks, and Herbert one Tanner. of them is good. Yeah, so. <laughs> one of them is good. Um, I think everyone knows my take on Jacob Beeson by now, and it's yeah. not a good one. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat there. I watched him more since this started up with Alex and you talking about uh, Jacob Eason and Yeah, it's not good. I don't know. He just leaves a lot to be desired. He's got, of course, like this the prototypical like big arm, tall mm-hmm. QB. Brock Osweiler? I mean, yeah. Uh, $41.2 million legend. Um Shout out to him. I hope he gets a Madden tribute card for retiring today. I mean, do you think he left the NFL (laughs) for the XFL? I think he left the NFL because no one really wanted him. Um, That's about, that's why. Uh, But yeah, Eason's just, he's that stereotypical QB that he's going to go every year. You never know if he's ever actually going to pan out. Yeah. Um, the next one after that is going to be number three, Clemson at Louisville. This spread Clemson minus 24. Um, it's a lot of points. Uh, do you see that Trevor Lawrence has officially been taken off of the Heisman race? They're, they're, uh, new, uh, Las Vegas is no longer taking odds for him. Did you see that Trevor Lawrence took himself off the Heisman race about a month ago? Uh <laughs> Yikes. Sorry, Trevor. You just you haven't been football Jesus this year. No, uh, he's been football Judas. Football Satan. Football um. Satan. Um, let's see, my problem here is Louisville is going to score a lot, I think. They've been scoring a lot of points this year. They've scored uh, 42, 38, 24, 39, and 62. Um and I think coming off of that, going home, I'm taking Louisville to cover. Yeah, another disagreement. Uh, I am going Clemson here. I have not believed in this team whatsoever so far this year. But um, I don't know. I just I feel like Louisville's not going to be able to pull it off here. Um, an- another thing that i think that they have going for them is running the ball a lot that's fair um and that is actually one of the reasons i almost went louisville um and one of the one of the things that happens with that is that time gets taken off the clock yeah ball control um and (laughs) for those that didn't know about running the ball uh ball Uh, control (laughs) Yeah, it uh it typically leads in uh ends to ball control, which Louisville has has led in in most of the games, even the games that they lost. Um, Louisville typically ends with uh having the ball more. Um, I think the only time this year that they didn't do that was whenever they beat Eastern Kentucky by forty two, and that's typically and that's just because uh. Eastern Kentucky couldn't stop the offense, so they just scored really quickly. Yeah, oh, poor Eastern Kentucky. They tried their best, man. Did they, they? They lost forty-two to nothing. 
They tried their best. Did they? Their best is just not very good. <laughs> their backup quarterback threw th- went three for four for negative one yards. <laughs> the nice he tri- Rutgers. He tried. He tried. <laughs> the nice, <laughs> nice Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Rutgers guy got five, had two more passes and one more and two more yards. So the Rutgers Jesus guy was better. <laughs> is he though? Because that's a worse average. <laughs> Is it? Is it not? <laughs> three divided by negative one? Is that how you do that? Oh, it's negative one. <laughs> yeah, three divided by negative one. Is that how you do that? With that? And no, he did not have he did not have a better average. Yeah. How do you complete I hope one No, of it's them negative like, one divided by three. I'm dumb. I hope one of them is like a screen and the receiver tried like reversing and lost yardage a few times, or lost like a few it's yards. Definitely on screens, I feel. Well, I, feel like I know it wasn't. Like, I know it wasn't like hail marys, but <laughs> could you imagine the nice Deshaun Jackson catching the ball and running back immediately? No, oh, Deshaun. Or they had you one play. Fool. He threw the ball like ninety-nine yards, but the next play lost a hundred. He threw a screen and they tried like maddening it, like old Madden, where you just run back and forth to your own end zone. They thought Bo Jackson played for him. <laughs> oh man! In the in the Louisville game, they had two quarterbacks uh, throw the ball, and um, they had each had a ninety nine point four and ninety nine point one QBR, ESPN QBR, respectively. So. Take that as you will. They have two of the best quarterbacks in college, if that's what that means. That's how that works. Yes. Um, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Cool. I'm glad to hear. Um, so we disagree. We disagree. Um, and the next game is the game day game of the week, but it's not our game of the week. Uh, number 16, Michigan at number 7, Penn State. The spread at Penn State minus 9. Give me the Nittany Lions. Yeah, uh, I actually just had a question real quick. Yeah. Is Michigan the worst 5-1 team of all time? Uh, uh, they're up there. <laughs> they like, that's a serious... I know, we, like, I know we like to like poke fun at them, but seriously, are they the worst 9-1 team that we've ever seen? 5-1. Five and one, nine. I've um, said nine because I was typing in the spread, and the spread's minus nine. They're pretty bad, I would say. Because um, like, like Middle Tennessee, they won, or Middle Tennessee State, they won by San, nineteen, but they look bad. San Diego Army, State's they five hit, and one. I mean, all right, fine. The worst expected team, the worst the power five, five yeah. and one power five team, probably, yeah. They scored. They outscored Army by three and needed double overtime. One, so. <laughs> Fuck Georgia. Um, I mean, Florida's five and one. So all right, that's enough out of you. man, you're welcome. Another six and one. Pick. They're six and one, so it doesn't matter. Hmm. My my apologies, sire. Um, yeah, probably. Penn State is gonna. Uh, is, are they gonna be able to tackle KJ Hamler? I don't know. I was thinking KJ Hamler and Novocaine are just gonna go off. So. So are we just calling him Novocaine? That's that's what I'm calling him. Yeah, I gave him the I nickname and I like it. I wanted to. I stick. gave I gave him the nickname. I like it. I'm sticking with Novocaine. Novocaine. 
Noah Nova Kane. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, I think he is going to dominate against Michigan. Um, yeah, do you think, and he's I think gonna, it, you think he's going to have a better game than uh, Zach Charbonnet? Absolutely. Uh, I was actually going to say that Michigan seems like this year they've been scared to run the ball. Um, Which I don't understand how, because throwing the ball is not much better. Yeah, no, it's it's very... They're very bad at offense. Um, <laughs> because Charbonnet, half of his carries from this season, or almost half of his carries from this season, came against Army. Yeah, he had 30 runs. <laughs> yeah, so half his carries came in one game. Um, the other five, he's combined for... 46 or something like that um yeah kj hamler is averaging 17 yards a catch do you think that's gonna, he's gonna get better than that this game i don't know ronnie bell is averaging 18 oh um but now i think a lot of it comes down to michigan's unwillingness to run the ball and so penn state's very strong d-line is kind of just gonna be like all right well guess who we're hitting then shay and Shay's just gonna Shay Patterson's just gonna panic back there. Uh, the one good matchup that I am looking forward to though is Michigan State's offensive line versus Penn State's defensive line. But I still think Penn State expecting the pass is going to help them just tee off on Michigan. Mm-hmm. Shay Patterson in specific, which I'm sure a lot of people will love to see because a lot of people just hate him. He's just that guy that they hate. I don't understand why. I don't know. I get that he's been underwhelming, but I don't know why you gotta hate him. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that part of it. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. But what can you do? Um, be reasonable and not hate a guy because he doesn't exceed your expectations. What can you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Let's see. The next game is going to be uh, one of the games I'm looking forward to a lot this week. Number 17, Arizona State at number 13, Utah. The spread is Utah minus 13.5, and and I'm going to take Arizona State to cover. I thought you were going to do that. Um, And uh, I'm going Utah to cover, obviously. Um, But it's very close. It was very close for me, I think. I just think that against this Utah secondary that Jaden Daniels is going to make some mistakes and that again you can't do that against Utah and I think they're going to make him pay for it um yeah I mean uh, Jaden Daniels great season so far this is but I think his fantastic but this is the best defense he's gonna play yeah um he did he did well against Michigan State and I think that this is gonna be slightly more challenging and he did good against Cal, who has an okay defense. Um, well, he yeah, did no, okay it's, against it's, Cal. It's um, nothing at all against Jaden Daniels. It's just you're not going to see a defense like this. You haven't seen a defense like this, and you're not going to see a defense like this for the rest of the year. It's going to be interesting to see how Zach Moss does. He's averaging. He has 68 carries and is averaging 7.5 yards per carry on that um, for six touchdowns. It's going to be interesting to see how they stop him. Um, I don't know if they can. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he's back and healthy and looks to be back to form. I'm um, really looking forward to uh, 
Brandon Ayuk against Jalen Johnson. This is going to be a fantastic game, either way. Oh, uh, at, yeah, 100%. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm sad that it's stuck on the Pac-12 network. I mean, I have the Pac-12 network. I mean, so. me too, but I, mean, I feel like it should... It, I feel like... Who, what, it should be in a better network, it, yeah. Yeah, I, like, what? Who, what is ESPN playing at 5? Probably Penn State. Unfortunately. Um, Michigan. No, actually, Penn State, Michigan's at the ABC game this week. Um, yes, at 5... Oh, Kentucky, Georgia? Oh. <laughs> oh. Dude, Kentucky's... Uh, Georgia is covered by uh, favored by twenty five. I think Kentucky is covering. That's not one of our picking games, but it's not. But uh, you know, um, I hope Kentucky wins. I Dude, hope Georgia loses be, two in a row. To, if Georgia loses to South Carolina and Kentucky in back to back weeks, they have to cancel the team. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, you know, Arizona, Utah, Arizona State, Utah. If most Arizona other weeks, State, this would have been my yeah. favorite game, my game of the week. Um. Uh, but yeah, let's see. We do have an actual game of the week, so we we got some good feedback on going in depth into the rivalry games last week. So we decided that now once a week we're gonna find a game of the week and um do what we did with uh the rivalry games and uh, do it with one game every week, one college game. Uh, just just cause um we like college football more. Yeah. Um, honest if we're being honest, yeah, this the website started as a draft website um, and expanded. So we we're more into college football. Um and I yeah. I mean, of course, I am obsessed with both college and NFL. Um but there's just something about the the atmosphere and stuff around that. Like I went to the LSU Florida game last week, there you're not going to find anything like that in the NFL. No shot. Um I went to yeah, like like it's no secret that I always talk about it. Like I went to Toledo, and I've I've been to Toledo games to Toledo? that have better. At, yeah, a little, little little while. Uh, I went to Toledo games that had better atmospheres than Giants games out here. Like I went to, I mean, I've been to Saints games before, and that atmosphere is great. But I don't think it compares. Like the, there's just something about college football. Like, yeah, it's a great experience going to Saints games, and like the atmosphere is great. The fans love it, um, just because Louisiana loves football, but. I'd say a majority of the case, um, college is going to have a better atmosphere. And there's just something about it that I like more. The players seem to care more, and they play for more. They're playing for something. They're playing for their livelihood. Yeah. Um, so that's my quick take on why I like college football more. And um, But I love both, obviously. Um, but the game of the week this week is going to be number 18, Baylor at Oklahoma State. Um, this is just our personal favorite game for the week. Um, and so we're going to go, yeah, it's our podcast to shove it. Oh. Um, and I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Oh yeah. Offense a plenty. Here. <laughs> yeah. I wish it would have, would have been a bigger spread. So it would have been uh, easier to pick. Um, but, uh, yeah, do, you, uh, do you know who you're picking yet? No. Okay, because I haven't decided yet either. I uh, we're not I gonna knew. figure it out to the end, but yeah. no, we're, I, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it based on our conversation. Um, starting off with an easy one, quarterback. Uh, I definitely think Baylor has the uh, has the advantage. Yeah, it, it's not even close here. I've been saying it since 
the start of the season, Charlie Brewer is one of the best quarterbacks in the Big 12. And I just don't think Spencer Sanders is close to his level yet. Big 12 goes Jalen Hurts, Sam Ellinger, and then it goes Charlie Brewer. I'd have Brock Purdy above Spencer Sanders. And then when you get to the Spencer Sanders, Carter Stanley, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> that middle like muddle of just like, I'm trying to just think like Skylar Thompson. They're all kind of just muddled together right now. Yeah, and what separates um, Spencer Sanders from them is his mobility. But I, I mean, think and he's, he's a retro freshman, so he's yeah, good he, for where not he a is. Lot of ex- yeah, he's great for what for what is expected of him. But Charlie Brewer is a better quarterback right now. Yeah. Um, and then so you start off with the next one, which I think uh, is another easy one. <laughs> yeah, running back is so easy. Chuba Hubbard's one of the best running backs in the nation. Um, and he's he's got to be at the top of this list. I will say that depth wise, I like Baylor more. But with uh, Jamichael Hasty, Ebner, yeah, Tristan Ebner. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw the video I posted. He made a fantastic catch late in the game last week. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, and then Jamichael Hasty, just he has such like, sweet feet. It's just he moves so nicely. Um, uh, but Chuba Hubbard. Is, Oklahoma State doesn't rotate as much as Baylor does. No. Chuba Hubbard is their rushing attack. And, yeah, he's he's better than what Baylor has to offer. Um, This one is... It, I, the next one is going to be a wide receiver slash tight end. And I think it's a little... It's, it's kind of close. Because, um, of course, Baylor has Denzel Mims, and he's good. Um, But I'm going to... I think I'm going to have to give it to... Uh, Oklahoma State with Tylen Wallace and Dylan Stoner. Okay, and there's our first disagreement. Uh, I think that Baylor just has more options at tight end at receiver, and uh, in R.J. Snead, he's great after the catch. Tyquan Thornton's been breaking out a little bit, and Dylan Stoner's underwhelmed me this year. So is Jordan McRae. I just I don't think that they've lived up to the hype that they should have just as backups to, or not backups, but as secondary options to Tylen Wallace. I think Tylen Wallace is better than Denzel Mims, but I think you're, you're going has, like depth wise. Yeah, because when you're at receiver, it's not a matter of, oh, yeah, like Oklahoma State has this better one. It's not like running back. Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma State has the better one running back, mm-hmm. but Baylor has better depth. But Oklahoma State doesn't use their depth. They just use Chuba Hubbard. Here it's Oklahoma State has Tylen Wallace. And behind him is just question marks. Meanwhile, Baylor has Denzel Mims, RJ Sneed, Tyquan Thompson. They've all impressed me so far this year. And they're all good at different things, which I love. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I guess I think a lot of these are pretty close. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, which then- is what's going to make it a really good game. <laughs> Yeah, I cannot wait for this game. I'm um, happy that that you actually suggested that this be the game of the week. We yeah, the, we were gonna go with the obvious um, Michigan Penn State, but none of us, neither of us, really care about the game. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, no. none of neither of us like uh, Michigan, like like Michigan at all. Um, so the next one's gonna be O line, um, and I am gonna go Baylor simply because they have more experience across their line that's fair um, um 
because they have yeah. they have senior, senior, junior, uh, junior, freshman, and OK State has freshman, senior, junior, senior, freshman. Um, I like that their uh, that their like year was match up. Like the tackles are redshirt freshmen, the guards are redshirts uh, seniors, and then the centers is a redshirt junior. Mm-hmm. I, I know they didn't plan that, but I like that. <laughs> no, um, they definitely did. <laughs> um, I'm going Oklahoma State because I think that they're going to open up more lanes in the run game. Like they have it. Yeah, that's why I think that they've proven they can do what Oklahoma State wants them to do. Mm-hmm. And last week, I don't know, Baylor's offensive line, they looked a little lackluster from what I've seen from the rest of the year from them against Texas Tech. Uh, Charlie Brewer, he had his worst game of the year. He had three, three picks. Those are the only three picks he's thrown this season. Um, yeah. And there were tip balls in there, too. Uh, but, yeah, Charlie Brewer, he had to throw more on the run last week than I've seen him do all year. And that worries me a little bit. Um, Oklahoma State has just been more consistent, I think, with opening up lanes and being able to drive space for Chuba Hubbard to go. Um, that was a weird way to word that sentence. <laughs> but um, I think they've been better run blocking, and I think that's what they're going to try to do to Baylor. Now that Baylor lost uh, Clay Johnston, so that's what. Uh, yeah, I'm going Oklahoma State for O line. Okay, and then so you get to go with the next one. Yay! Um, <laughs> next one is defensive line and edge rusher, and here is where uh, I have to go Baylor. You do Ma- mainly because of James Lynch. Yeah. I've said it every preview I've done that Oklahoma State, I'm waiting for their pass rush to wake up and I'm waiting for them to get going. And I think this might be the game with Baylor's O-line struggling last week. Um, Baylor has not really had that same issue. So I've got to go with what I've seen so far and the more consistent option has been Baylor with James Lynch on the end. He's uh. He's produced. He has more sacks than I'm pretty sure all of Oklahoma State combined right now. Yeah, they got uh they got one sack last week. Yeah, they've they've been lackluster. I think the most that they've had in one game this year has been two. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I I think I I'm, I'm going Baylor as well. Um, yeah, um, I I just looked it up. Oklahoma State has eight sacks. James Lynch has eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, James Lynch is the real decision maker here. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's fairly simple. Um, I'm gonna go uh, for the next one. Is gonna be uh, defensive backs, right? Linebacker. Oh, linebackers next. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um. I don't know where I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, this is we we decided that this is like inside linebackers, right? Or is it just? It, it's just non edge off ball linebackers, just not linebackers. Because like if you're an outside linebacker but you're not on the edge, then um, where would you, what would you count Malcolm Rodriguez? At? I'd count him as off ball. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm agreeing with you here. Yeah, 
Did you count Amen as off ball? Yes. Yeah. So Amen and uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, I think, um, kind of add it for a better group than uh than uh, off of off ball linebackers than Baylor does has. Yeah, the main reason I went with Oklahoma State is because also Baylor just lost Clay Johnston for the season. Oh, this is this is going to be their first game without him. So I'm not sure how their linebackers are going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got hurt fairly late in the game last week. Uh, so I'm not really sure what their linebackers are going to look like this week. So I'm they're a big question mark for me. Oh, all right. And then so the next one is going to be defensive backs now. Yay. Um, I know I know where I'm going. Are you going to Oklahoma State? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we've got a little disagreement here. I think this is, again, Oklahoma State seems to be the team that's got better talent at the top of the list, but depth-wise, I think it's Baylor. Yeah, with Colby Harvey, Harvey Harveld Peel and A.J. Green. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's totally fine if you're going that's, at the top of the chart, which is fine. Uh, Tanner McAllister's not bad either, I don't think. No, but I think that I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but Riley Tejada, I would assume, is pronounced. Yeah, uh, I have a friend who... Shout out Kerry Tejada with the same last name. <laughs> it's the spelling that threw me off because uh, he's got yeah. the X in there. But uh, yeah, Riley Tejada, he's impressed me so far. Grayland Arnold's been stepping up a bit. Uh, Chris Miller, he made a few mistakes even just last week. Um, he actually, I believe he's suspended for the first half. I think he got called for targeting. Oh, um so he might be suspended for the first half uh it was either him that got targeting i know he tripped someone he might have done both (laughs) he had a rough game last week uh henry black he's got a lot of heart on the field and you can kind of tell because last week against texas tech they gave up a long touchdown run late and henry black looked just so pissed immediately after uh, it, it's the safeties here that set it apart for me. For yeah, Baylor. That's it's fair. their safety play. I think Oklahoma State has better corners, but I think Baylor has better safeties. Yeah, like I said, like uh, again, pretty much all of these except for quarterback and running back were very close. Um, yeah, um, we actually I think disagreed here more than we did with Florida LSU. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think um, we disagreed for one thing, Florida LSU. I, I don't think that there was a bad pick. Um, for any of the groups, there's just slight edges in other places that we yeah, found it's, different. A lot of our difference was that, that I, again, I I feel like I uh, weigh depth more than Best anything players. else. Yeah, yeah, which is I fair. That, and um, I think we I think we can both agree on best head coach though. Can we? Um, who are you going well i think we're gonna disagree because i'm definitely going mike gundy no we're both going mike gundy okay good (laughs) it's the hair (laughs) it doesn't have anything to do with his football ability it's the hair um i I have to pick someone with long hair it's in uh all right we get it you have a man bun all right go fuck yourself (laughs) Um. um but now now we've picked our position groups. We can go to the spread of Oklahoma State minus three and a half. Um, and oh, oh. 
I don't know where I'm going yet. <laughs> so I haven't decided. Um, uh, actually, you know what? Uh, I'm changing my head coach bid. Actually, wow, I'm going, I'm going Matt Rule. I don't know. It, it was close for me, but yeah, no, I I'm going Matt Rule. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I we feel like Mike a lot. Gundy's just. I feel like Mike Gundy's just like always been like just an average coach. Mm-hmm. And Matt Rule, I don't know. I I feel like he's been better, just at least lately. So yeah, I'm going uh, Baylor. Um. Oh yeah, that's fair. Um, spread Oklahoma State minus three and a half. Do you know where you're going? I'm going Baylor. Uh, this team they've shown that they could fight, and whether or not they win the game, I think it'll be a close one. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I I think that this could be this could be a game that's decided by a field goal, but. Oklahoma State has shown that they're either going to win the game or get blown out. That's also fair. Um, like I just delete your name every time I try to put you. Really do in. just you really just <laughs> I, I get it, Brandon. You don't want me on here. Um, but then again, like last week, Baylor went to double overtime with uh, with Texas Tech, um, which is I think not too far off of a team than okay state yeah now i don't know what's going on with texas tech they've looked a lot better since alan bowman got hurt and jet duffy's been their qb um i'm gonna go baylor here yeah we're gonna agree i'm gonna go baylor um i don't know i i think this this game could very well be oklahoma state winning by three points but then again baylor would still cover um but yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go baylor um, I like I I mean I like Oklahoma State more. Um, I just have always I don't know who I like more. I I like Charlie Brewer more. Well, I know you love you're in. <laughs> like, listen, we know you have a man crush on Charlie Brewer. We get it. We know you don't have to tell us. Um, he looks good in shorts. What can I say? All right, Josh um. <laughs> Allen. Um, all right. So, first question comes from Devin, the verified Jackson. Are there any running backs in the Big 12 or Pac-12 that could sneak into the first round? And who are your running back ones? No. I don't think so. Um, not this year, no. No, not this year. Um, Maybe if DeMar Jefferson picks it up. I think if Chuba goes back for his oh, senior yeah, year, Chuba. which I don't think will happen. But I think if Chuba goes back for his senior year, he might. He's a sophomore this year, right? Or goes, well, goes back for his fucking fourth year because he's redshirt sophomore, mm-hmm. I believe. So goes back for a fourth year, then he might. But uh, yeah, I can no, see not, it happening. Not, not this year. No, not this year. And running back one is Jonathan Taylor. I'm on the DeAndre Swift train here. Okay, you know, uh, I, I know you hate you hate Jonathan Taylor tailback. I don't hate Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I know. That's a joke. I was joking. Do you think he's going to get drafted before Nate Stanley? Yes. <laughs> um, the next question comes also from Devin the Verified Jackson. I know you each like Brock Purdy and Jaden Daniels respectively. Um, could you see either of them being potential first-round picks in the future, or is it too early to tell? I think Jaden Daniels will be a first-round pick. Um, well, he's potentially a first-round pick. 
I just want to correct Devin. I don't like Brock Purdy. I love Brock Purdy. Oh, <laughs> calm down, dude. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. I hate me too. Um, Brock Purdy or Toledo, gun to your head. Oh God! Oh, just shoot me. Um, <laughs> I'd have to go Toledo. I have it fucking tattooed on me. I can't pick anything <laughs> else. <laughs> Brock Purdy tattoo incoming. Hundredth episode. Right, we right on, we each right get. The other... I get Jalen Johnson tattooed, and you get Brock Purdy tattooed. Right on the other arm. Yes. <laughs> No, I'll get uh, Khalil Hodge tattooed. <laughs> I would get dumped immediately if I got a Brock Purdy tattoo. Well, um, no, what would the Brock Purdy tattoo be? I think. Are you Are you sure she wouldn't find it Purdy? She would not. <laughs> I'm about eighty five percent sure she. I get the pun. I'm ignoring that. I'm, I, I'm about eighty five percent sure she hates the Toledo one. So, oh, one hundred percent sure. She told me um, at the bar whenever you were with the other Florida fans. I was gonna say, what do you mean? But I forgot you met her. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's out of the question at all that Brock Purdy could be a first round quarterback. I do think the only thing really holding him back is that if he comes out next year, he's going to be competing with guys like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, what is the only thing holding him back? What is the 2021 NFL draft class looking like? Um, Brock Purdy, Spencer Sanders. I know Big 12 players only, so this is not <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good one for you. I I know the Big 12 like freshmen, so. Um, yeah, that's fair. JT Daniels, I think. Yeah. Tate Martell. <laughs> I thought you said quarterback class. <laughs> um, no, um, I, I could see Jaden Daniels coming out in that class. Depending, I mean, we really don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. it's obviously too far to say, but I don't think it's out of the question to say that I could see it happening. Yeah, um, I, I think of of freshman quarterbacks now, freshman or sophomore quarterbacks now, that those are two of the top ones. Yeah, for sure, um, and I. I think a lot of it is going to depend on scheme also because I do think Brock Purdy needs to be in a scheme where they're going to let him move around. I, I don't think that he could really go somewhere that they're just like, yeah, no, we want you to just be a pocket passer because his best traits are arguably his legs. So I do think that he needs to be someplace that they're going to let him run. Yeah, um, I could, yeah. I, I think in the in the right scheme both of those guys could do very well in the nfl oh for sure um but yeah i mean that's kind of how it is you see how josh rosen turned out because he didn't go to the right teams yeah happens all the time um good player bad fit no i'm really excited for the career of Jaden daniels because he's looked like i said very good um and not a lot of super good talent outside of, you know, Benjamin and Ayuk. And by that, you mean not a lot of talent in general. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the next question comes from Alex Katzen. Um, and it says, Brandon, I'm, I assume, I'm assuming you're, you're going to be rooting for the Guardians in the XFL. Dylan, have you... correct. P- Yes. Dylan, have you p- picked a team yet? Also, which team do you think uh, had the best draft? I picked a team in the bathroom. 
um, and it was the DC Defenders uh, because they have Cardell Jones for the meme value. They have Tyree Jackson because I love Tyree Jackson. Um, I'm I'm sad that he's not on an NFL team, but I think I don't know. I think this could be better for him than just sitting on the bench in an NFL team. I think he could make it back into the NFL. Agreed. Um, I, he's definitely a player that needs needs development, but he has all the tools to make it. Because I mean, like I said, he taught himself. I, I've said it before, but he taught himself mm. how to play quarterback off of YouTube. Yeah, I was just about to bring up the same thing because we've spoken about that so much. Um, but, I mean, they also have Charles Harris out of Buffalo. They have Toby Weathersby and Sam Montgomery out of LSU. Um, so they have rooting interest for me. Plus, they have some great names like uh, uh, Scooby Wright and uh, um, Tracy Sprinkle and Lorgan Tolly Tillman, Max and McCaffrey. I will say for the second uh, part of the question, which team do we think had the best draft? I do think it was the DC Defenders. Um, yeah, they had a really good. Te- they have a really good team. They have like the all like draft crush team. <laughs> they really do. Um, it's crazy to think that Cardell Jones was almost like a top ten pick in the NFL, but he stayed. Almost, but he stayed, and then you see what happened. Um. What other team could have had could have had a good draft uh, other than the DC Defenders? Just so we can talk about another team. Um, I actually did like. I mean, it sucks that I'm bringing this up, but I did like the Guardians draft. I think that they set the tone early by going receiver their first three picks. Mm-hmm. I think they really were just like, yeah, well, this is what we have every intention of doing. Like, we plan on throwing it all over you guys, um, um, and I'm I'm about it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Like good and because their head coach is kevin gilbride who's the offensive coordinator of the giants when they won super bowls so Mm -hmm. uh i I did it sucks to say because i hate anything to do with dallas but the dallas renegades also had a good draft uh with jeff bidette tommy lee lewis cameron artist cameron artist Payne. plus they have landry jones at quarterback Um, Landry jones first ever xfl signee um dimitri flowers uh is in there i loved him so much at oklahoma Plus, they have Howie Kikaha, another player who contributed in the NFL. Um, I think they had a really good team. Yeah, no, I, I think that it's... Uh, I think it looks so far like a pretty balanced draft. Uh, I did like what the LA Wildcats did also. I feel like they brought in some speed there. Uh, I... I love that they took a uh, Toledo O-lineman with the first pick in the second mm-hmm. phase, which uh, I was not expecting. I wasn't watching it for a minute, and uh, and someone texted me, and they were just like, with the first pick in the XFL Phase 2 O-line draft, and they also the Wildcats got, uh, select Storm Norton, which, by the way, is a fucking awesome name. That His like, actual name is Storm. <laughs> they also got um, Anthony Johnson um, out of LSU, actually, and Sean Oakman. Their D tackles look awesome because they got Anthony Johnson, Leon Orr used to play for Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Howard played for Toledo, so that's cool. He was on the, I believe, Chargers uh, preseason like training camp roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took Jack Tocho, Tocho. As, their, as their first DB, uh, Mojo <laughs> Tocho. Uh, <laughs> we took Sean I, Oakman in the f- open phase. Yeah, I think that I think they had a very strong draft, and I think that I'm 
really looking forward to this XFL. Yeah, um, obviously, um, there are some things I don't like about the front office of the XFL, but uh, overall... Did you watch the draft at all? Um, I found it awful to watch, so I didn't watch it. I tried yeah, watching it. That it was like... It, it looked like we were streaming it. Like, I, what the no, hell? Okay, that I find an insult to that because I would have made it look better. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wor- the most the uncoordinated, <laughs> unofficial thing ever. For those that didn't um, watch, it was literally just them streaming a computer screen. On the left side was a list of the picks in that round. The bottom right was a timer that literally was just like, it's just on every Windows PC. It comes with um, the computer. The top right was a very small corner where you can watch whoever was making the pick and it would like alternate. And behind that was just a big square that just said XFL draft. So it was a very not fun process. But, I mean, it was cool to see the names, just not... It was cool to see, like, the people get drafted and see them get another shot. I'm um, excited for it. Yeah, you just you watched a big conference call, basically. Pretty much. Um, and it was literally, like, their front office is, like, four dudes at, like, a picnic table. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it right now. Um, it's hilarious. Because yeah, they're literally just recording the desktop stream. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, the camera quality is so bad. <laughs> it was, it's it was like literally worst. just off of t- laptop cameras. They, they, were, they were like FaceTiming. It looks like <laughs> they just zoomed in on someone, and it looks like it's in two forty four p. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. When does it start? Start uh, right after the Super Bowl um oh that's fire it's gonna be like the aaf like spring league kind of thing um but i am so much more excited for the xfl than i am for the aaf especially because the xfl has funding from like vince mcmahon yeah that's Um, the kind of part that i don't like not just like and also that they gave they announced it like a year ago and then they gave themselves time to get everything together the aaf felt very rushed and i think that's a huge reason it failed yeah Actually, um, we know that's a huge reason it failed. Yes, that is the reason it failed. <laughs> um, the next question, I think if... Are you ready to move on? Uh, yeah. Okay, the next question is going to be from Alex Katzen as well. Um, Dylan is on record as being down on my quarterback, Jacob Eason. Dylan and Brandon now. Um, are there any other prospects that have gotten some buzz that either of you are similarly down on? Um, off the top of my head, I swear we get these questions and I read them and I never think of an answer. Oh no! And every t- every time I'm just like, all right, next episode, like I have to be more prepared, and I just never do it. Uh, so I'll, I'll say our last question is the most prepared I've ever been for. <laughs> for a question. I did I did minimal prep. <laughs> um, I'm just going off uh off the dome for the last question. That's fair. Um, uh, I used to be lower on Derek brown than most people but as the season's gone on he's impressed and against florida he really impressed uh julian okwara i i'm he's not a first round pick to me he's been he's a ton of tools i get it but he's he's never been able to put it all together and produce 
which I'm sure with NFL coaching, that'll be perfectly fine and he can turn it all around. But for now, he hasn't shown me enough to put him in the first round. Uh, I said it to you before, Caleb on Chason's not a first round pick to me. Um, he's another guy that he's, he's yoked out of his freaking mind. He yoked. And people love that. Uh, but I don't, and his injury concerns, that, that's a huge question for me. That's a huge problem for me. Oh. Um, Jordan Love, not, nope, I'm out. <laughs> You're out on him? Um. Yeah, he, he's, he's Josh Allen, basically. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I still like and my I, Jameis Winston comp. Yeah, that's fine. Also, my point is that I just I wasn't high on Josh Allen, and I'm not going to be high on Jordan Love. I understand falling in love with, like we said with Eason, like the big armed quarterback that he could do a ton. He can dazzle you, but he also is going to make some mistakes where it's just like Jesus Christ, what the hell <laughs> were you thinking? And I call me conservative. I know when you're drafting quarterback, you draft upside. Yeah, call me conservative with it, but I'm not taking a quarterback with a floor that low in the first round. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I'm thinking of thinking of first round. Um, I probably wouldn't draft C.J. Henderson in the first round just based off of this year. He hasn't um, shown enough to be a first round pick this year, so no. no. Um. I'm trying to think. That's I, I, he's that's, a guy that I think he has tools, but yeah, this year he's been hurt uh he didn't have a great showing in the biggest game of the year for florida yeah i don't know what you'd expect and his tackling concerns he's greedy williams basically yeah. that's all it is he's greedy williams i don't think his his attitude concerns are are as bad but i think his injury concerns kind of replace the attitude yeah um that's really uh, other than the names that you mentioned i think that would be about it for me um yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, which player do you think has the best chance to be drafted much earlier than expected? Which NFL team is most likely to provide this year's overreach? I.e. Vikings taking Christian Ponder. The Vikings overpit, overreach every year. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, the Falcons did it twice in the first round last year. <laughs> um, so one of those team, two teams, probably. Um. I'm not going to put a team to this player, but I do think Bryce Hall is going to be drafted higher than a lot of us think, than a lot of like, Twitter scouts think. Uh, I think he's going to really impress in drills and that front offices are going to like him. A lot of uh, a lot of players that go f- earlier than expected are defensive line, and I think as of right now, I could, I could see him climbing. I think Javon Kinlaw is going to get drafted pretty high. He has a chance to. Yeah, at this point though, I'm not even marking that as higher than I expect. I, like right now, he'll be higher. He'll be drafted higher than we expect him right now. But I think he'll dazzle in that. By the testing. by, by the end of it, I'm saying like right now. I'm saying he would be like he's. I think he's gonna go higher than a lot of people have expected. But um, yeah. I, I think when we get to draft time, his stock is gonna be sky high because he's going to dominate the combine and he's senior bowl eligible so people uh-huh. will get to see him do one-on-one drills against offensive linemen um, and i think he might bully the crap out of just all of them 
another player that I think uh, you're going to disagree with here. Um, maybe not like has the chance to. I don't think he. I don't think he necessarily will be, but has a chance to. Um, would be Caleb on Chase on if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, maybe because I mean, I think he's, he's gonna. Well, he's he's gonna pick. I think he kind of made it. He did well against Florida. Um, he's fully healthy now, and he has. All uh, right, let's let's be real. The second half, he kind of kicked the shit out of Florida. Yes. Um. <laughs> um he literally pounced on uh, Kyle Trask, <laughs> brought Kyle him Trask down. Has a family, um, but he <laughs> is such an athletic freak um, that if Clellan Farrell can get drafted in the top five, I think I think Kalevon uh, Chason can get drafted pretty high. I mean, I think Fer- the Farrell pick was a lot of just uh, his character. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Kalevon Chason got dra- got his number eighteen. Eighteen, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think he's gonna kill it at the combine. Oh, that's why I was gonna say yeah. I, I think that if he's healthy and like if he interviews. passes all the medical redshirt and if he passes all the medical uh, testing, he's going to blow up the combine and he's gonna be the next draft darling. Uh, the next Montez Sweat. Yeah, I mean, think, think Montez Sweat if he passed all the medicals. Mm-hmm. Um, another edge rusher from the SEC that. Could do the same thing if he passes the medicals. Terrell Lewis out of Alabama. He's been just like Chase on. He's been so hyped. Uh, but yeah, injuries have kind of stunted the production part of his career. So we'll see if uh, if they pass medical testing. They should also Terrell Lewis should also be able to blow up the combine. Um, yeah. Um, and so now we're done talking about football. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> and we have a couple more, uh, couple more questions. Um, let's see. Um, from Justin uh, Roachat. Uh, oh wait, no, never mind. That's next. No, yeah, we could do that one. That's fine. Um, <laughs> weird question. Uh, are you superstitious or just a little stitious? Um, I'd say I'm a little stitious. There are like some I'd... things that it's like. I'm not real crazy about, like, I don't know. Uh, like, like, have you heard, like, the splitting a pole thing? Uh, like, yes. Yeah, that one, I, I sometimes, like, pre- if I think about it, then I'm like, oh, fuck, all right, I can't split a pole. It's like, I have things where I'm like, if I think about them, then I have to acknowledge them. And I have to try and stay away from them. But if I, I don't constantly just like, oh, God, can't slip on a crack, can't see a black cat. Like, yeah. I'm definitely. I'd say I'm a little stitious. Um, I'm definitely not superstitious, but I, I, I'm a little stitious. Um, um, random question. Don't know where yeah. that came from. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Hero. Justin. Um, Tyler McClatchy, uh, Bush, Keystone, or other for bottom tier college football drinking? Uh, there's only one answer. Yeah, no, if you're not going Natty Light, you're not college football drinking. It's, it's not, as simple as that. Like, they made a Saturday drink called Natterday. Yeah. It, which it's is fire. Really, yeah, it's really just as simple as that. If you're not drinking Natties, then you're not college football. If you're not, having a, if you're not having a Natterday, you're definitely not having a Saturday. Um, as simple as that. Sorry, sorry, Tyler. Um, and maybe he's, maybe he's thinking it's higher than bottom tier, but, I mean, it's definitely bottom tier beer absolutely no, uh, yeah. it's basically um, water i mean you can get uh, what uh, you can get like 
a hundred of them for $35. <laughs> there was actually a one time when I was in Ohio that we were walking to like a, like a house party, like a frat party. And, um, we were walking and I don't know what happened, but cops drove by and we were underage and inebriated. So we kind of like ran to the side a little bit. And uh, a couple of us, or a couple of the people I was with, like, went, like, near bushes. I kind of just went out of the way, but a couple of people, like, went near bushes. And then when I walked near them, I looked to the ground next to me, and there was a full, like, completely unopened 30 rack of Natty Lights. <laughs> and forget, I they do like, sell them in 30s. <laughs> it, yeah, and, they uh, sell them for 30 for $18. <laughs> yeah, they had a 30 rack, and I was just like, wow we have to go back to the dorm like right now um, and <laughs> so, drink all of these yeah so we just brought it back to the dorm we drank those and then so, we went out so it was a it was enough for three of you to get drunk so if you this is the part of the podcast uh, just gonna let y'all know now that where we talk about the office for the rest of the time so if you don't care about the office or don't want potential spoilers because you're planning on watching the office um because Maddie's never seen The Office. Oh, I gotta bully her again now. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. This is gonna be really out of. We just we're finished talking about it because this is we're recording this after the episode. But yeah, from now on, the, the rest is about the the office. So um, the, the usual ultra stuff's the same. So you know, just leave us a review on iTunes and all that jazz. Follow us on Twitter. Um, talk to us on Twitter. All right, that's it. Uh, enjoy. Uh, incessant office talk and laughter for the rest of the time. Bye. Um, and then, so the last question of the day, um, the best question of the day, um, is coming from Trevor Fennell, um, our off-topic guru. Um, he asked, uh, he asked for our top three episodes, but expecting top three episodes, top three anything from us, and us being able to contain it is dumb, so we're extending it to top five episodes from The Office, and we're bringing back the draft style from our uh, football question. So, um, how do we, who wants to go, who wants to go first? Uh, you could take the first Wait, one. I want, okay. I, you, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I got it last time, so you Yeah, you did. Okay, time. so, I'm gonna go first, and, um, there, while there are s- s- so many good episodes... Um, I think number one, uh, I think number one, I'm going dinner party. Ah, that's, that's a great one. <laughs> I'm going dinner party number <laughs> that's one. That's a great one. Um, um it was oh, okay. oh, the, his plasma screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was just thinking of. He like pulls it off the wall and it goes like four inches. <laughs> he puts it back on. There are so many classic uh, moments she, in that episode. When Jan throws his dundee at it and it breaks and he's like, oh, thank God. I can't wait for you to pay me back on your zero dollar a year salary. Babe. <laughs> snip, oh. snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. It's- he tries to get them to invest. <laughs> yeah. Like, sits down in the garage. Then then she has a Hunter's CD of music. 
Oh my god. Oh man, that's such a good episode. Um, it's so cringeworthy. It's not the cringiest episode of the show. Cringiest episode is definitely Scott's Tots. Um, I can. Oh yeah, I can't watch that episode. That's the only. That's that's the great thing about The Office that I've said it's so different from how a lot of people talk about Friends being a great show. Uh, it is. I'm not saying it's not, but the difference is that The Office. I don't skip any episodes. Um, no. Fre- Friends, I skip episodes, but The, the Office. Can, there's a I lot of skip skippable episodes. episodes. You can't yeah. skip an episode of The Office. The Office. I don't skip a single episode ever. Um, I've. I've definitely seen Scott Stoss the fewest because there's sometimes I'm just like, I can't, I don't know if I can put myself through this. <laughs> it's just so cringeworthy. I um, pay attention to it the least for sure. Um, so I don't want to think about it. It's such a good episode. Uh, dinner party. Um, I, I can't not pick that with my first, first pick. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong at all. Uh, that's that I'd agree. That's the best episode. Um, um I, is it okay if I pick a two-parter as a pick? Yeah, two-parter counts as one. Okay, uh, I'm going with Stress Relief. Oh, yeah, okay, that has the best <laughs> cold open. Yeah, that, oh, man, that whole, uh, that whole, just, like, the two-part is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Just the roasting in the, uh, in the, like, warehouse. I hysterically laugh every time when Michael's just, like, when Dwight is scolding everybody, and Michael's like, shut up, idiot, idiot, idiot. <laughs> and Dwight's like, you don't have any land? <laughs> it, just, it just goes in. A... <laughs> and then when Michael comes back later on, and he's like, Stanley, you're fat, and you crush your wife during sex. Or your heart tried to kill you, and you crush your wife during sex. <laughs> and it's just the favorite fucking part. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good episode. This is such a good show, man. Um, <laughs> um uh, With my second pick. And I just want to point out, I'm not going just like the best episodes. I'm going like just my like favorite episodes. Yeah, I know. They don't have to be the best, but they're my favorites. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, second pick, I'm going to go... Uh, the Dundies, the first Dundies. That's, yeah, that that's the one I assumed you meant, not like um, the D'Angelo Vickers one. <laughs> yes, um. obviously. Um, that one has uh, Pam in that episode is just gold. Drunk Pam, yes. Yeah, the whole time she's just gold. Um, uh, <laughs> hottest in the office. <laughs> Being Ryan. Um, yeah. Um. Her, yeah, her stealing everyone's drinks. The the moment Stanley brings in his white wife, and he's like, oh, "I'd love to meet her one day." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I had to go the go Dundies. Plus, it's just iconic. Yeah, no, and I like every time, of course, I talk about any Dundies. Like, I think about all of the Dundies. Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorite moments from any of the Dundies is when Michael gives Stanley an award for being a diabetic. <laughs> And Phyllis is just like, I have diabetes too, but you don't see me going around. <laughs> and she's like offended she didn't get a diabetes um, award. There oh, then there was the Dundies uh there's the Dundies one whenever um uh, Meredith won best redhead <laughs> or mom of the office oh. or something. 
<laughs> yeah, Jim won uh, best dad. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and Meredith won best mom. mom. Oh man. Oh god, this this show is just amazing. It really is. There's so many iconic episodes. All right, so your second pick. Yeah, I should have been better prepared because I had one in my head and forgot it. Um, so until I get that one back, I'm going with the finale episodes. Okay, just, yeah. I just the Guten prank. Um, oh yeah the stealing kidnapping uh meredith yeah <laughs> and then just right at the end karen, when, uh, uh, not karen uh angela kidnapping and yeah can can i said meredith yeah, yeah. i said meredith you we, said we you uh, know what karen. we're talking about <laughs> you know what we're talking about but um the best that's what she said uh-huh. when when dwight's just like michael you came <laughs> and goes that's what she said <laughs> And then Michael later on in the episode is just like, I feel like all my kids grew up and they got married to each other. <laughs> Every parent's and dream. he's so proud of that. <laughs> His smile. Oh, man. That's one of the best moments in TV is whenever Michael Scott returns for the finale. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that reveal. Especially because my first time watching it, I wasn't sure if he came back. Yeah, oh, yeah so, same. I watched it live. No one oh, knew. Oh, my God. Um, and it's everyone amazing. freaked out. Um, that's a moment whenever I wish that I was, like, bigger into the internet. That's 2013. I was, like, 15. Like, 2019 Twitter would be freaking out right now. Oh, my, it would, Twitter would break. Um. Alright, um, the next one, my third pick, um, Booze Cruise. Oh wow! I forgot about the booze cruise. That's a that's another great episode. Uh, the guy jumping off the boat and Michael, like, I didn't have to jump off. <laughs> it's dramatic. After he's like, "All right, everyone, the boat is sinking." <laughs> oh man! Oh man! And uh, that's a big uh, story episode with uh, Jim losing it for his love for Pam. Um, and, and yeah. last Amy Adams' last episode, which is always sad, because, you know, Amy Adams is Amy Adams. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like, is that fucking Amy Adams right now? <laughs> like, because I had no idea she was ever on it. Oh, okay, yeah. I forgot you only um, watched it, like, three years ago. Yeah, so the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, oh, all right, Amy Adams. Uh, and I forgot what it was, but I was watching a movie the other day, and I was just like, oh shit that person was in the office and monique's just like no they weren't and i was like yeah they were like this very specific character from like one episode who was it do you you don't remember i i don't remember who it was i do if you haven't recognized yet uh like the verizon commercials is jim's is uh dwight's brother oh yeah if you haven't recognized that and then uh dwight's cousin i can't remember his name not mo's um, um, oh, the other one is in, he's in Breaking Bad. Yeah, he's also in some like sitcom that's coming out that I saw the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. <sighs> I can't think of who the person was, so that sucks. Did you ever think of the episode that you were trying to think of? No, fuck. I actually didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. I know. Um, I know where I'm oh, going for. Pretzel Day. Pretzel Days. Oh, Pretzel Day is like, iconic. <laughs> 
There's every episode so good. Sammy, you can pick nope. You uh-uh. Want. Back in the line. Nope. Not today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Uh, there's so many good episodes. Hey, see, I want to. Can we just like, if we're doing parts, can we just pull all of the holiday episodes into one? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll, we'll just, then I'll go holiday episodes. <laughs> um. Yeah, because they're they're all so good. Uh, the little drummer boy is made even more iconic. Um, Jim's costumes, book face, three hole punch, Jim. <laughs> Um, Sweet Stoom, dude. <laughs> um, Oscar Meyer, uh, Oscar Meyer Wiener. Um, <laughs> then there's the uh, Oscar going as I'm going as the sensible uh, uh, consumer. consumer, and then he wins. <laughs> and so everybody's like, just like, uh, "Oh, if I'm gonna pick someone, I'm gonna pick someone that's not gonna beat me." <laughs> um, yeah, I man, I could, I could say talk about twenty episodes of The Office and be happy. Um, yeah, but we have to limit it so that's not a four-hour episode. Can we just, can we, can we also start an episode where we go episode by episode talking about The Office? Nah, man, we'll, we'll do everything that they do, that, uh, Pam and Angela do, except we'll say the exact opposite. Um. Like, like if they're like, oh, we couldn't get through this take because we kept laughing, I'll be, like, we'll just be like, no, that, that was one take. Was uh, wait, did you give like, a third episode? No. Alright, well, you, you get two episodes in a row. Wait, what? Because <laughs> I just I did I I've now picked four I think no I did I pick I think I picked, you picked the holiday episodes okay that was my third and we just all bunched right. them all together yeah all right now you get your third pick um I don't remember the name of the episode but just the episode where Michael's just quoting Devil Wears Prada the whole time <laughs> he's like get me Armani <laughs> get me Armani <laughs> and she and, and he's like on the phone. <laughs> And then uh, later on in the episode, he's he calls her like he calls Pam like babushka, and or mamushka, and, mamushka. and she's just like, she's just like he's gonna try to kill me. <laughs> oh man. Um. So my fourth episode. Um. I'll go goodbye, Michael. Ah, uh, that's. I cry. I'll be. I'll be honest. I cry every time Jim and Michael are telling each other goodbye. That's fair, dude. It's so sad because seeing them both, like, so sad. And um, this wasn't part of the the podcast, but uh, uh, that from today. But Jenna Fisher said that whenever her and Michael are hugging goodbye, that like they're actually both emotional. And what he said, what he whispered. Uh, was just like thanking her for like being with him the entire time and like remini- reminiscing and like wishing her luck and stuff like that. So it was just really nice. Yeah, the whole like how he spends the whole episode just trying to say bye to Pam mm-hmm. and she's just never there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and then um, uh, who did he? Who did Oscar he? with the monkey. Yeah, the yeah with the with the doll, and he's just laughing at. He's like, it looks like a 12-year-old man. He is the lowest <laughs> level of respect for me out of anybody. <laughs> he's just cracking up laughing the entire time. And he's, like, rushing Phyllis to, like, knit the mittens. And she's like, my hands hurt. And he's like, power through, Phyllis. Power through. 
Oh man. <laughs> I can't remember. Was it? Is it Stanley that he's like? Oh Kelly, and he's like, would the best gift just be walking away? <laughs> is that like, what you yeah, want from like, me right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, the episode where Andy and Dwight duel over Angela. Oh, the duel is top tier. That's that's just I love that one so much just the whole time. And that Michael he's like he's like Andy walk me to my car, will you? <laughs> and he spends the whole time just like, "Oh, this walk is taking a lot longer than I thought it would." And then he gets in the car, the the window's closed and he says that Angela's having an affair. Mm-hmm. And and he's just like, "What, Michael?" And he's like screaming that he can't hear him, so he lowers the window. He's like, "Uh, Angela and Dwight are having an affair." Bye. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, there are like five episodes I could pick from right now. Um, um, my last pick is I'll go. I'll go fun run. Oh my god, I'm so fast. I'm really fast. <laughs> The uh, Michael Scott's Dunder Mifflin's Great and Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Pro M Fun Run Race for the Cure. <laughs> are you proud? Are you impressed that I remember that? Yes, actually. Yeah. Um, I used to have a shirt that said it. That's I. Wow, that's fire. Isn't it? Not, is it not fire? I'm, I I say I had one because I, I lost it. I'm gonna buy another one now because <laughs> I want another one. Um, Michael puking his guts out. <laughs> <laughs> after carving up <laughs> this run fettuccine alfredo <laughs> and like he's like i don't want any water i don't need any water um oh man just like him hitting meredith and with like this car is <laughs> so and, funny and uh, i think it was ryan at the time he's like did you hit her with the uh did you hit her on copper on company property and he's like i hit her on company property with company property (laughs) (laughs) and then he just turns it into him saving her life (laughs) oh man um all right the last pick mr irrelevant mr irrelevant Um, i just want to this isn't the pick i just wanted to bring up this moment um when michael when uh david wallace calls michael and he's like oh you wanted to speak and michael's like yeah uh ryan's being a little biatch <laughs> or ryan's being a little bitch again and ryan's <laughs> like i'm here michael and he's just like oh, hey buddy how you doing <laughs> if you're bringing if you're bringing up uh like honorable mentions um just not in our not in our picks uh, hold, hold on all right let, let me make the last pick and then all we'll right. talk about any honorable mentions um I'm gonna. Go, I'm going the proposal episode. <clears throat> Jesus, the proposal episode when Michael proposes to Holly. Okay, yeah, that episode is just amazing from top to bottom. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he's trying to light the fire message, and Pam's like, "Michael, you had two good. You had two ideas today. One of them was really good." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then when he shows her the ring, and she's like, "Holy shit!" And he's just like. Yeah, three years salary. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
man. Oh, it's such a good episode. And of course, the the, the sweet moment of him promote, proposing to her finally. I just love the yeah. fact that like uh, Aaron never liked her, never saw her, <laughs> the appeal of her. Her ears are like a four and a seven. (laughs) She goes by body part. No, like the left one's like a four, the right one's a three. (laughs) And he treats her like a perfect 40. (laughs) And um, Uh, when when they have her walking through like the break room mm -hmm. and everybody's like, oh, Holly, will you marry me? And Ryan goes, she's like, no, he, (laughs) Michael's is like the only one I was worried about. Or uh, was it with with Angela? He's like, it could be kind of hot. <laughs> He's like, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> pay to see that. Um, I think my my honorable mention just I don't know. It's sim. I I mentioned it earlier on Twitter whenever we were talking about the most underrated episode, just because it comes in the last two seasons where no one where like the last two seasons are not great, but they have some of the best like single episodes. Like Garden Party um, is fantastic, but my favorite like. My favorite episode is um, Miss California. Not my favorite episode, but like my favorite episode from that is whenever yeah. Robert California's wife is trying to work there. Yeah, I, I know exactly which one. Um, that episode is so funny. It's like, hey guys, uh, I need you to be really mean to her. <laughs> <laughs> really be really mean to her. And then it has uh, Dwight's gym. <laughs> um, and it has... Um, it's Lejeron Braves. <laughs> Lejeron Braves. Um, I want to play the clip just because it's some of the funniest, some of the funniest, um, one of my favorite moments in the series comes from that episode. The DM Express is pulling out. Hey, well, it's really nice to meet you, Brian. Ah, uh, it's actually Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just that singular oh man that singular moment bitch. is one of my favorite moments <laughs> i feel like every time they say bitch is hilarious like oh. um when uh when they have the episode with like the water print or the watermark and she's like i'm calling the better business bureau and he's like well i'm calling the ungrateful biatch hotline <laughs> When he's doing oh. prison, Mike, and he's like, "All right, biatch," and he calls Angela biatch. Everybody's like, "Whoa!" All right, he's like, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> um, so now we need to end the episode because it's <laughs> an hour and forty-seven minutes. That's perfectly fine. Because honestly, add a little addendum right before the office part, and just be like, "If you don't want to listen to us talk about whatever for the office, however long for the office." Then just you could stop. Like, uh, then we're just... You can stop because the rest of it is about the office. Um, because uh, we're the yeah. biggest fans, and we would never miss our reference. Never in our lives. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I have to be up in like three and a half hours. <laughs> I have work. I have school in the morning too. Uh, I don't really care. I'm a horrible student. Um. Uh... <laughs> Will Carroll with the finger legs. Not Will Carroll. Um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey with the finger legs. Yeah, yeah I'm supposed to be the, the finger legs right now. And Ray Romano is just like eating a sandwich in the middle of the meeting. And he's just like, yeah, no, uh, everybody, everybody there's jerks. Like, he's like, they're just a bunch of jerks. 
I told them I was on a hike. Snuck away to do this interview. I gotta get back pretty soon. No worry. People disappear in the Finger Lakes. <laughs> Jim Carrey just walked in. Dwight, get his autograph. Uh, <laughs> let's ra- let the record show that Dwight Schrute is now completely nude and is holding a plastic knife to Stanley's neck. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite. And then Andy's just like, I am cutting Phyllis's head off with a chainsaw. <laughs> Oh man, there's so many. There's so many good. Kevin's uh, chili. Kevin's chili is oh, it's so so good. Anything with Kevin, it's not Ashton Kutchner. <laughs> it's Kevin Malone. Oh, um, if John Mellencamp ever wins an Oscar, I'm going to be a very rich man. I made that reference the other day, like in real life, and mm-hmm. uh, I forgot what it was that I saw. It was like plus a hundred thousand or plus ten thousand, whatever it was. Yeah, and they didn't get the reference. I say the quote from the upset. office all the time. My friend was setting up a Tinder profile, and I was like, "You should make your username a little kid lover, so they know where your priorities are." At. <laughs> and he was like, "What? Oh, come on, Michael's dating profile. Get with the program. Get the get with the program. It's oh <laughs> the episode where they uh." They're betting on things with, like, when Karen's still there. And uh, they bet on Kelly explaining Netflix how long it'll take. And they replace Creed's apple with a potato and he doesn't notice. <laughs> just that whole, that whole like, segment of just all the bets are just hilarious. <laughs> Michael should have burned this place down when I had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's so there's so many good. When Phyllis is uh, listening, how to we the not mention Creed at all? I mean, I, I mentioned him the potato. How, how can I, if I if I can't go scuba diving, what was this all for? <laughs> or the uh, uh, him walking in on Halloween covered in blood. He's like, oh, this is. No, it was um. Oh yeah, it was Halloween, and then yeah. I was thinking of uh, the episode, and they're not sure if they're going bankrupt, mm-hmm. and Michael's was like. There's been a murder, and you're a suspect. And he's just like, all right, let me just grab some stuff from my car, and then I'll be right back. And he, like, peels out of the parking lot. <laughs> and um, with when Michael, Jim, Pam, and Helene are going to uh, Helene's, like, birthday lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right before Pam leaves, Aaron's like, oh, Pam, like, you got a call. It's urgent. And she's like, oh my god, paper emergency. I have to deal with that. The paper never arrived. And Jim's like, oh, look, it's, it's right there. And he hangs up and Creech is like, that paper was never... He's like, something's up. That paper was never supposed to arrive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, man, I, I quote The Office so much. Like, come on, guys, the early worm gets the worm. Is <laughs> <laughs> it another worm? Like, are they friends? <laughs> um, or so, sometimes I... Uh, just start a sentence and don't know don't know where I'm gonna end up or something like that. And He's then, like never uh I will never ever not in a million years ever and I stand by this to this day for my whole life forever. <laughs> He's just going off. He's like, you have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> I am Beyonce always <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up in the red in his uh like little red it's convertible Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it kills me every time oh it is on like a prawn who yawns at dawn 
Oh, man. All right, now we have to end this. One we day, Michael came in and complained about a speed bump on the highway. I wonder who he ran over then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we now we should probably end. Um, welcome to the office. Um, Pretty much. Let's, okay, I'm going to name this episode Office, guys. Um, this is you the opposite of the, uh, Office, you ladies. You better set the theme as the office. Oh, I mean, obviously. That was my plan before we started recording. Just making sure. Yeah, I thought about it too, and I was just like, I meant to text you and just never did. Um, yeah. Um, and then, so thanks for listening um, to the Whole Nine Sports podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find the show on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports, uh, where you can leave in questions for the mailbag. Um, and obviously they do not have to be related to football at all. No, you can put whatever you want there. Um, oh, I forget. I told my friend, he listened, he wanted to, he was like, he's from New Zealand. So he was like, so you're an American football podcast, right? You're like, I was like, yeah. He was like, would you talk about them? The band American football at all? Um, I was like, we could, if you put it in the mailbag. <laughs> yeah. Put it in the mailbag. We'll figure it out. Um, and uh yeah then so leave us a review on itunes talk to us on twitter do all that jazz um oh we got we got a review from itunes Mm. um yeah itunes review i'll go read it right now featured itunes review whole nine sports that's it that's the review (laughs) (laughs) fucking oh man what was the what was the subject was is that it Little Nikki, that's it. That's the review. Do you actually not know who it is? Uh, no. Oh, Maddie. It's, it's Maddie. <laughs> Little Nikki, that's it. That's the review. Oh yeah, because we asked, uh, we asked her to. I I believe I said I'll stop being mean to her if she leaves your review. Yeah, and um, we said leave a leave your Adam Sandler favorite Adam Sandler uh, movie. All right. Thanks, Maddie. I'll stop bullying you now. Little Nikki. I was with her whenever she made that review. I'm dumb. (laughs) Get in the flash. (laughs) Okay, guys. Have a good night. (laughs) Thanks for listening and putting up with us.